and welcome once again to another edition of Mets at the Movies, the podcast that talks about movies from celluloid to digital and everything in between. And on today's episode, we have a special guest, up and coming, I guess, voice actor. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, he has done a few roles. You may <laughs> not have seen him in that Space 8 movie he was in. Oh, yeah. You probably haven't heard him on that uh TV show that he plays the te- teacher. Yeah, that one um, time, you know. Yeah, you know, he's 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 a he's a famous voice actor that's not quite famous yet. <laughs> um, but he does have an IMDb page, so that means he's legit. And on today's episode, we have my good friend Evan Taggart. Hello. You uh, almost got my name right, Eric, but that's okay. Happy I got it here. close. It was Evan Taggart. <laughs> Taggart. No, you got it. Cool, cool, cool. I told you I got it right. I knew I got it. Cool. I, I had it right. Now, today's episode is going to be another very special episode because, Evan, you don't know what movie we're going to be talking about, right? I have literally no idea. No idea. Now, I kept bugging you to pick a movie because I wanted wanted to know that you would have at least watched it. And you kept saying, no, 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 just pick a movie. Yeah, I didn't want to, like, uh, have anything scripted or any kind of preconceived idea. This is my first time ever doing a podcast. I don't even know how to download podcasts, so it's uh, pretty new to me, so... Wanted it to be a surprise, Eric, you know? I will teach you how to download podcasts. It's actually surprisingly easy. Okay, cool, cool, cool. The hardest part is getting our two mics to work on my computer. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, I know, right? So, I wanted to come up with a movie that I know we've talked about before. I'm pretty sure you've seen. I recently had to rewatch it. Okay. And my guess is we're going to have different opinions on it, because we have different opinions on everything. Okay, it's very true. Yes. So... We're going to play a little game first to determine what the movie is. Okay. Okay? So I'm going to start giving you some actors in it. Okay. And you're going to start telling me what you think it is. Okay. Sounds good. Okay? So the first actor who's in this movie, Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Dick Tracy. Oh, my God. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Is that what it is? Yeah, that's what it is. (laughs) Ah, yeah. Okay, cool. Huh. I know you too well, man. Well, that went fast. <laughs> um, let's see here. We're only at uh, about two minutes. Okay, well. Yeah, so on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the movie Dick Tracy. Amazing. Now, as I said, we're probably going to have different of, of opinions on this. So first off, I want to get your take on Dick Tracy, because you sent me a picture like maybe two weeks ago yeah. saying, why don't I have this? And I hope you actually bought it. I did. I did buy it. Um, I needed to meet my free shipping quota on Amazon <laughs> and I don't know how I came across it but it was like 10 bucks and I was like holy shit I love this movie when I was a kid and I need to buy it immediately so I did so have you rewatched it since I have not I know I'm a terrible person it's uh sitting on my shelf and I haven't uh, had the chance to watch it yet in all its blu-ray glory so. I'm gonna tell you I did rewatch it okay it's not quite as good as we remember okay that's soul crushingly depressing it's still pretty cool. I actually really like Dick Tracy. I mean, from what I remember as a kid, um, it's funny. One of the things that stuck out to me, having you know recently rebought it and it kind of got me googling all sorts of things about Dick Tracy, um, was the amount of the sheer amount of actors in that movie that, as a kid, I wouldn't have even really recognized. That now I'm like, holy shit! I can't believe all these people are in this movie. It's like Warren Beatty just basically called in every favorite he was owed in Hollywood for everybody that you can imagine to appear in this movie. I think he did because when you look at this movie, like the only one who really fits in this movie is Al Pacino because I mean, Al Pacino is just 
Like that's all that guy does is just, is just ham up. It's I almost feel like <laughs> this was the, the the movie that sent Al Pacino down to like his weird phase. The the um, you know and she's got a great ass. You know Al- Tracy, <laughs> Tracy, 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 Tracy. It was almost like this was the movie that that like really sent him down 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 the path of like of like weirdness. But I mean, like when you lo- look at the cast, I mean Warren Beatty himself, Al Pacino. You have Madonna in one of her early roles. You have yeah. James Caan. He's on one scene and He's then he like two seconds, <laughs> and then he dies. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mandy Patinkin. Yeah. Um, let's see who else. Dustin Hoffman is Mumbles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Van Dyke is the police chief. Oh my god! Is I he the chief See, of the mayor? I totally forgot about Dick Van Dyke being in that yeah, movie. Yeah, you know who's also in it is Kathy Bates. Yeah, as the she stenographer. Tess, uh, doesn't she play Tess Trueheart's mother or something in that movie? No, Kathy Bates plays the, um, or maybe she does. No, she plays the um, she plays the uh, stenographer when when they're uh, inter- oh, you're, interrogating Mumbles. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and she's like, I don't know, and that's literally her o- she, only. She scene. I don't even think she has any fucking lines. Does she have any lines? She's got, I think, one line, and it's more of like a what? <laughs> it's a sigh and exactly sigh, sigh. Yeah. Um, Catherine O'Hara is in it too. Who does she play? She she plays a character named like Texie Garcia. It's like one scene when she doesn't even have any role, and you don't 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 even know it's her. But there's like one scene when they're in the club, and they're partying, and she's just like. Um, one of the, I think she's one of the, uh, like, like, I, I think she's the female mob boss. So also in the oh, scene okay. where, where you have James Caan, I yeah, think she's yeah, the yeah, female, yeah. She, uh, she's a female character there as well. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like you don't actually see her and, and like, other than that, like n- she doesn't say anything again. I don't even know why she's in this. Yeah. Like Maybe said, she it's did. Like he, it's like he called in all of his favors, man. And it's so weird because like when you wa- watch this movie, like the cast is great. Yeah. But like the production value, like it's so weird. Like mm-hmm. the clothes, yeah. Like how did they think? Like oh, th- this movie could have only been made in the nineties. Yeah, you would never get away with it nowadays. It would be CG or something like that. It's such it's such a colorful movie too. Like it's like it's literally like a comic book that's kind of like come to life, um, which always really stuck out for me. Super cartoony, but also super weird. Like the makeup in that movie is just like insane, unbelievable for sure. Well, it won a few Oscars, I think. Did it? Um, yeah, it won a few Oscars. Also, Glenn he- Glenn Headley is in it as uh, Tess, yeah, who recently died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it won a few Oscars and was also nominated for like seven Oscars as well. Did you know, Eric, that uh, Al Pacino actually designed his own face makeup for that movie? Did he? Did he really? I'm not joking. <laughs> if you go on Google and you should look at it immediately as we're sitting here, there's actually pictures of him. Um, when he's like tested out different stages of the makeup, and he looks totally different. Really? And he fucking designed everything himself. That's just so it kind of speaks to what you said earlier about how that's kind of how he started on his like, you know, his spiral into insane film roles. Um, yeah, completely came up with his look for Big Boy Caprice himself. Crazy. Did you ever see? On a side note, did you ever see his fake um, uh, cappuccino commercial from the movie Jack and Jill? <laughs> I have never watched Jack and Jill. I've never watched Jack, Jack, Jack and Jill, Jill as well. But yeah, I'm, uh, it's on the shelf back there. Is it? <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I, I like early Sandler films. Yeah, but not so much later. But I'm going to show you that that video because it's actually 
one of the most ridiculous things I've I've ever seen, and it's okay. kind kind of nuts. But but yeah, so the so it was it was nominated for seven Oscars. It got best art direction, well, best art direction slash set direction. It won best makeup. It won best original song. It won Steven Sondheim. That's what surprised me when I was going through it. I was like, holy shit, Steven Sondheim did the mu- music for this. Like, how did how did how did Beatty like pull him into this? Funny thing is, Al Pacino was actually nominated for Best Supporting Actor. For Dick Tracy. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. I'm wondering if during... The, I wonder, I'm wondering if the scene that they sent in, or if like the scene that everybody wanted, was when he was trying to train all the girls to do the dance. I want more. <laughs> I want more. I want more. <laughs> yeah. Terrifying. And he's just walking around slapping everybody. Yeah. Dementia. Yeah, completely. It's so weird. I also love the ending too. I also well, not too much of the ending, but I also love like when they raided the the place at the end, and he's like, "I didn't mean, to, I didn't kidnap you. I didn't have to. I didn't want to go this way. It just did. So I'm gonna have to kidnap you now." And it's so weird. If you don't know, if you don't don't know the m- movie, it ba- basically is the uh, Warren Beatty plays ca- uh, lead, lead character Dick Tr- Tracy, and he is one of the last, if not the only uncorruptible cops mm-hmm. in this city that is just teeming with colorful mob mobsters and al pacino tries to unite all the mobsters um it's got a lot of godfather thing in it well no because God, godfather yeah it's also funny to look at like pacino and godfather 2 versus this and he's playing a mob boss and they're mm-hmm. so different because um, he's just so weird definitely he's just so weird in this movie i also hate the kid yeah, he used to drive me crazy, but I was also super jealous because he got to do all this really cool shit that uh, I always wanted to do when I was a kid. I mean, when I was a kid, I mean, I knew nothing about Dick Tracy when this movie came out. I imagine there were people who, you know, grew up watching uh, or, sorry, reading the comics or I understood, I thought it was like a radio play or something like that. Maybe I'm imagining things, um, but I can imagine people growing up listening or reading the comics and stuff and kind of uh, seeing the adaptation. But it, for me as a kid, I just... I legit heard about Dick Tracy from like T-shirts that you would see at the stores or McDonald's or whatever. They had all these <laughs> tie-in materials, um, and that's how I heard about it. So for me, I was super jealous of the kid getting to do all this cool stuff. I always wanted his watch, man. Remember his watch? His watch was so cool. You'd talk into it, you would just get intercoms. Now I guess I could get his watch for an Apple Watch and all that kind of stuff. But Tracy uh, had Apple watches before everybody else. Dick Tracy invented Apple Watch. So it started as a comic strip in 1931 and then it turned into a radio show in the 1934. Ah, so it's pretty close. Yeah, so it was... 1930s? Yeah. Jeez, man. That's crazy. Well, I mean, look at the attire. It's it's like colorful noir. Yeah, for sure. Again, like you couldn't get away away with something like that today. Even if you tried, it would be... I don't know. it'd, It'd be laughed at like nobody... You know what? If you tried that that today, it would probably be seen as like, like it's so not mainstream. Look how colorful it is; it's great. Even though I think it kind of sucks, um, but it's it's got some amazing parts. But what do you mean? Like the kid did really well. Like the kid just ate like half the film. All he was doing was eating. Yeah. When do we eat? <laughs> yeah. When, when do we? Eat? When do we eat? When do we eat? I hated that. I hated that scene yeah. so much. <laughs> oh, so did I. It drove me crazy. I couldn't stand. I couldn't stand it but um but i normally hate kids in movies anyway so i don't really care about it and and i was going in with uh prejudice against him um why what did you see him in that you hated him in well i just hate kids in movies in oh, general I just hate children well i don't hate children 
well, some children. I just don't like kids in movies because I haven't found like one movie where a kid like legitimately like helps the story. They're always plot devices is like, oh, they got to save this. In this movie, everything they try try to do to help the kid named Kid, classic, Mm. um, you just run away and rob him. Like the amount of times he robbed Dick Tracy was like, just throw the kid out, out on the street. But he can't, man. He's Dick Tracy. He's like he sticks to his morals, man. He's like the Judge Dredd of the 1930s, you know. But he kills less people. Actually, Dick Tracy doesn't he kill like a lot of people in that movie? Or am I imagining things? There's an entire scene near the end <laughs> where they try and escape at the end, and he's literally standing in the middle of the street, Tommy gunning the shit out of every car that come, comes through, and he flat out murders flat everybody. Tom. Flat, flat top, yeah, done, man. <laughs> flat top. Oh man. Prune face. Yeah. Itchy. Thirty seconds. No more dick. Thirty <laughs> seconds. No more dick. Oh, yeah. Some man. of these. Yeah. The the faces and the and the card scene at the start. The card scene yeah. at, at, at the start was all, it always creeped me because I don't even know what his face like. Little face. Little face. Yeah. Little face. yeah. That, it just that reminded me of like He's, when I when I saw Littleface, it reminded me of for some re- reason I don't know why, um, but it reminded me of um, the John Carpenter thing. No, um, Tokyo or Japan, like Little Tokyo or oh, Big Trouble, Little China, Big Trouble, yeah, yeah. Trouble when the guy <laughs> fucking the smoke comes out of his ears, yeah. yeah, and he like grows and his face yeah. is small. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know why. No, that scene was friggin' horrifying. Even when I was a kid, I was like, what the hell's going on? But you know who freaked me out more than Littleface was uh, Steve the Tramp when uh, Dick Tracy goes to save the kid from, like, his, like, abusive... I guess oh, he's, like, yeah. Or whoever the hell he is. And he's got that nasty giant face, and he's just so grotesquely horrifying. He looks like Mickey Rourke in Sin City. That's what he looks like. Yeah. Just awful. Terrible. Yeah, that's a pretty good comparison. Definitely gave me nightmares for sure. I mean, they thought he was only in one scene. Yeah, there's that great scene where Dick Tracy's beating the shit out of him. The (laughs) shack is just shaking comically from like left to right externally. That's amazing. It's yeah, it's kind of a scary, scary movie at times. Um, But yeah, if you get the chance to rewatch it, yeah, he straight up murders like everybody. Like he's got no morals. Like he's 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 he's, you can't corrupt him, but he's got no morals when it comes to uh, killing. That's amazing. And then and then like Madonna's whole role through the film is just trying to like literally have sex with Dick Tracy until she turns into no face. No, no, the blank. It's not the well. They call it no face. Oh, they really? never say the blank. The blank. Are you blank serious? In this. Yeah, they My never. Whole say, life, I thought it was the blank. It might have been, but they never. I don't think they ever say the blank. The they toy, call it no face. The toy was definitely called the blank for sure. Oh, it probably was, but I mean, again, when you watch watch the movie, everybody called her uh, no face. Wow, really? Yeah, that's so interesting. And she would talk like something like Tracy. Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. See, you got it. Voice acting work. And I still don't know what her entire like like point is like why she was doing this like why she was trying to get the mobs against tracy and like i have no idea i've i literally have had no idea what her purpose was in that film yeah that's a good point man i never really thought of that she uh she kind of fucks with dick tracy for the whole movie as breathless mahoney and she fucks with him as you know no face or the blank and then she just kind of dies Spoiler alert, the movie was made in, like, what, 1997? 1990. 1990? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It barely made it into the 90s. It had, like, the last bit of the 80s left. That's pretty good, man. When you think about... I know there's a lot of great special effects in the 70s and 80s, but when you think about uh, the... uh, I guess the risks they must have taken with that movie financially and also from, like, a 
you know, a makeup and uh, production value kind of uh, lens. That's pretty amazing, man, for 1990. Well, the movie cost, like the production budget, was $47 million. Hmm. Worldwide, did $162 million. Well, just imagine the merchandising, too. I had fucking, like, every Dick Tracy toy when I was a kid, man, except the blank. So, I mean, I'm sure <laughs> no, tons of kids no face. were loving that. No, it's the blank, for sure. <laughs> no face. <laughs> the blank. <laughs> I never, I never had. I came into it late. I never, I, I was never into it um, ar- around that time. I think in the ninety, in nineteen ninety, I, I was big in because um, I think the first Turtles mm. was that say, say, same year. Yeah, but I so I was big into that. Dick Tracy. It was never. I mean, when you watch it as an adult, it's not a, like it's not for kids. Well, it's funny, man, because back then, comic book. I mean, we've come a long way from you know f- for comic book movies nowadays. Obviously, um, comic book movies now take a lot more risks and they're a lot bigger and it's a lot more accepted by mainstream. But when you go back and watch like Billy Zane's The Phantom. Well, no, that movie's terrible. When you go back and watch uh, Ninja Turtles, like you said, I mean, it's a dark ass movie for kids, man. And it's funny that you mentioned that about Dick Tracy as well. I mean, they made these movies marketed to kids, but they really didn't, you know, they really didn't fuck around when it came to the content in the movies. You know, they weren't afraid to shy away from um you know some mature stuff for sure my very first episode of this podcast was on the turtles movie the original yeah not turtles in time oh it's you know it's not called turtles in time it's called uh what's it called it's just like turtles three i think or something like that i don't really care it's turtles in time turtles trash yeah it's garbage terrible it's not that it's not that bad did you review that one no oh man gotta put that on the list I've got a few other movies I want to hit. I want to hit hit first. I was actually almost thinking. You, you mentioned Judge Dredd earlier. I was actually thinking of doing Judge Dredd because I really because I legit love that movie. Judge oh, hundred percent. Oh man, hundred percent. I think I well, obviously the Carl Ur- Urban one is way better. Yeah, but the Judge Dredd one. I mean, yes. I quote, <laughs> "I am the law. I am the law." <laughs> all the time. I quote that. I quote that line all the time. Funny thing about about this line too is being a Simpsons fan. There was this episode where um, Ned was um, remembering his parents, and he was like a really bad kid. And he ma- he ran into this room and made some Dick Tracy jokes. And he ran in and he like kicked a kid in the face. And he's like, "I'm Dick Tr- Tracy. Take that prune face." And then he goes and he punches another kid. And he's like, "I'm prune face. Take that Dick Tr- Tracy." <laughs> and then he goes and he like slaps another kid. He's like, "Now and what do you say?" He's like, "Now I'm now I'm prune Tracy. Take that Dick face." That's amazing. <laughs> but they cut off right as he right before he says Dick face. <laughs> Wait, you know he's gonna say Dick face. <laughs> so the whole time I'm watching this, every time he says prune's face voice, all I think of is Ned. Flanders going dick face. That's incredible. I loved Prune Face, man. I had the Prune Face toy. Prune Face was a cool character for sure. When you look at the actor who a- actually did that, he's such like like a quiet, like stone cold actor. Yeah. But in this movie, he he's he's so weird. Like they act so they act so. It, it was almost like they were like having fun the whole time. Oh, because they were sure. acting completely opposite what their main their main character was. Oh. William For Forsyth. Yeah, who's like. It was like a quiet. I mean, he's weird. He played it's flat movies. top though, right? Williams. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He played flat top. Pruneface <laughs> was, and then yeah, Edo Ross was itchy. Yes, um, Edo Ross. Yeah, Red Heat. Red Heat is a movie I've never seen. It's actually pretty overrated. Uh, is it? And I love you know me. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. Probably but it's got. But I mean, it's got some good. It's got. It's got some good one-liners though. Got a doesn't it? 
Is Red Heat the one where he's a Russian, yeah. but he comes to and he partners up with Jim Belushi? Yeah, Jim because he partners up with Jim Belushi like a few times, mm-hmm. a few movies. Okay, um, yeah, Manny Patinkin is eighty-eight keys. Oh, Paul Servino is as lips. lips. Yeah. <laughs> he said again, big boy, not the bad. <laughs> again, he's in it. He's in it for like five minutes, and then they kill him. Yeah, your dirty lips. You need a bath. No, big boy, not the bad. Yeah, Pruneface was um, R.G. Armstrong, who... Wow, I don't know too much about this guy. He seems... Uh, yeah, Pruneface... He was in Predator? Really? Oh, he, yeah, he, he was, was the colonel at the beginning. G- yeah, yeah, yeah. General Phillips. Yeah. Damn. I need to go back and watch... You know what? I need to go back and watch Pr- Predator. Yeah, it's a great one. It is. Um, yeah, there's a lot... There's a lot of even older ones, too. Um Old actors, it's crazy. Let I still laugh. You. I still laugh at the J- James Con thing. I think he's only in it for two seconds too. Do you think a movie like Dick Tracy would survive in today's comic books? Like, if they remade that as a movie, do you think it would? Uh, you think it would find an audience? Not at all. How come? Not at all. I think. I think people have. I think. I think Marvel movies, and to an extent. Um, Marvel movies and to the extent like Deadpool and Logan have ruined those type of movies because now everybody wants like a lot of people are now afraid to go outside the box and do like weirder weirder comic book movies those type of things I could see Dick Tracy on like television yeah on like yeah yeah, I could see it on on television because they're 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 doing a lot more like Legion is super weird yeah Um, and I like it but Dick Tracy, I could see on TV as like a Hulu or Amazon Prime. Maybe not, maybe maybe not Netflix, but as a movie, not a chance. Yeah, not a chance. The last the the last movie that tried to do something like that was um, Sin City, and Sin City one was good. Yeah, two is terrible. <laughs> I've got it um, downloaded, but I haven't watched it yet. Just don't, just don't even do it. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna save it for when I do one of my uh, Saturdays or Sundays when I try and watch as many films. Um, and stay under a hundred percent on raw rot tomatoes. My record is five movies, mm. and I think I got to like ninety six percent. It's definitely not one of the good ones, that's for sure. But it's a dame to kill. No, it's terrible. <laughs> Don't do it. Does it even have um, Mickey Rourke, Rourke still yeah, in, he's it? in it? Yeah, is he actually he's the best still? part of it? Yeah. Mickey Rourke is just the best part of everything. Yeah. Now the weekend it came out. Dick Trey, Tracy was number, and this is why I don't think it, it would do well because it was number one when it came out. Like this movie in today's age would never, would never do it. Yeah. And amazingly, oh my God, the top like, f- holy shit. So Dick Tracy was number one. Another 48 Hours was num- num- number two. Number three, Total Recall. Oh yeah. Classic. Number four, Gremlins 2. Number five, Back to the Future Part Three, what underrated. Is this, like, the box office of that weekend that, of that week. Wow. Number no, number six was Pretty Woman. Wow, what a time for movies, though. Holy yeah. Shit. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was number ten. Does it say how many weeks they were out? Uh, Dick Tracy was out for so it was number one the first weekend. Uh, next weekend it dropped to oh shit it was num- number Robo one Cop it beat out two. RoboCop two. Damn. Yeah. Pretty good. Robocop 2. Oh, Days of Thunder kicked it out. Oh, wow. Days of Thunder was good. Uh, so it was on... 
Let me see if I can find out. It was actually up there for quite a while. It was in theaters for... Look at that poster, though, eh? It's an amazing poster. Well... It's so good. No, it's, it's amazing. It's minimalist. It's great. I mean, yeah, it's pretty good. It was... Let's see here. It was... So... It was that year... Holy crap. That, that, that year of 1990, Dick Tracy was the number nine grossing movie. It beat out Kindergarten Cop. It's insane. Man, Dick Tracy took on Kindergarten Cop and Total Recall. Yo, Dick Tracy, Warren Beatty was like, fuck you, Arnold. Yeah. I'll kick your ass in everything. And then, but overall, Total Recall earned more money throughout the year. Uh, Godfather 3 came out that year. What? In the same year, Al Pacino played... Michael Corleone. Michael Corleone. And in Michael this. Corleone with makeup. <laughs> Old Michael Corleone. No, or, to um, be fair, they're totally different characters. but They're both mob, mob bosses, man. Yeah. I didn't True. even realize that happened. Also, the names were of, of some of these people are great. Shoulders, the rodent, the brow, mm-hmm. little face, flat if top, you, itchy. If you look, too, they actually look like... And again, when I bought this movie, I started randomly Googling like Dick Tracy things. And they all actually look like exactly like their comic book characters. It's pretty crazy how faithful they were to the adaptations. Well, that that has to be one of the reasons why it won the Oscar for best uh, makeup. Also, I didn't didn't realize that Danny El- Elfman al- yeah. also scores scored yeah. the music. And um, what was his name? Oh my God, what what was it again? Um, John Landau was a producer. Hmm. So like this movie was like all star in front and behind. Mm-hmm. And when you watch it, you're like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. Cause I don't know so what weird. I'm watching, but I love it. It's like what you think. You it's know? surprisingly long too. Like, I think it's only an hour and 40 minutes, I remember, but it feels <laughs> so I long. Kid, I remember, I don't know if you were the same. It gets to a part of the movie where Tess gets all pissed at Dick Tracy. And she's like, I'm going to fucking go do my own thing. And she goes and like stays with her mom or something. Yeah. And there's this scene that I always remember where they're at a like a cemetery, and Big Boy goes to meet someone at the cemetery. And I, don't even, I think it's Dick Van Dyke. He goes to meet yeah, the cemetery yeah. to find out that he's corrupt or whatever. Yeah. And that was the point of the movie where I, when I was a kid, I used to always just turn it off because I'm like, yeah, I know what happens at the end. I don't give a shit anymore, and it's just fucking like an hour left. But rewatch that that scene. They're walking up to him for a long ass time. Yeah. Like they're like a good like forty fifty yards away talking to him normally still <laughs> walking and you're like how fucking far were these people were from each doing? other yeah but it, i like that scene because the whole time i was watching it i thought he was talking to uh no face um and then it turned around as dick van dyke i was like oh shit yeah that's right dick van dyke is corrupt yeah. I, I didn't realize so that was a little nice surprise that i haven't seen in a while again i don't think it's overly good but it's cool to watch and it's fun to watch um but it's not the best movie out there Fair not even enough. close i do have to rewatch it in fairness um I have a lot of fun memories of Dick Tracy, man. Like I said, growing up, it was a staple for me. I think he was a hero for me growing up. I thought he was a total badass. I always loved his yellow hat and his yellow coat. Um, he was big on Halloween costumes when I was a little kid. So this guy was going to have a special place for me, man, Dick Tracy. He dressed like Curious George's handle was going out to dinner. Mm-hmm. That's what I always thought. I'm like, why is this guy wearing like a big yellow hat why not? like where's curious george why not bro there should have been a monkey in this at some point i would i would pay to see that i, I would wouldn't too. be surprised if big boy had a monkey as a pet you know it'd be kind of thing he would do i just realized that al pacino played scarface too which is almost the same kind of thing eh? 
I can totally see Big Boy, um, you know, getting up to the same kind of behaviors that Scarface <laughs> got up to. Maybe Scarface did so much coke you, that he on. ended up turning into Big Boy. That's you know what this Dick Tracy is basically a sequel to Scarface. <laughs> He didn't die. He comes back as Big Boy Caprice. He was on so much cocaine that all those bullets, he, he survived. No, this is like... So Dick Tracy, check this out. So Dick Tracy's actually his, like, cocaine fever dream <laughs> from Scarface. That's what it is. It's a metaphor. <laughs> I could see that. I mean, when you watch it, it feels like it's somebody's fever dream. So, I mean, it makes total sense. Mm-hmm. But... I still think that this movie was so style over substance. Fair enough. Again, I, I want you to that. rewatch it because I honestly think that you'll still love it and you'll still think it's amazing. And then you'll call me up and be like, Eric, you're fucking wrong. It's a great, great movie. Delete this podcast now. No, man. In all honesty, I see what you're saying. I think definitely when I remember Dick Tracy, I don't think, wow, what a great story. Oh, man. The narrative was great. I, all I think of is the characters, the colorful characters, the... Uh, you know, the cinematography, the um, music, Warren Beatty, like, I think it's really, like, that's the biggest part for me. It seems like a movie that, because of the bad backdrops that that, that we're using, uh, matte paintings, yeah. plus, like, um, different angles through through cinematography, it feels like a movie that, sh- that should have been done by somebody with more experience behind the camera. And when you find out that it is Warren Beatty, and you're like, wow, like, it's yeah. actually it's actually really like um like it, it looks really well done and you're yeah. like oh my god yeah. like warren Beatty knows what he's doing either that or his cinematographer is one of the best cinematographers of all time well, i imagine it would be a combination of the two but he definitely does know what he's doing i mean he's fucking he's warren Beatty, man yeah but again though as a but as a director how do you go how do you go to like Al Pacino and James Caan and some of these big names be like, this is what I want you to do. I mean, Al Pacino was probably like, so this is what I want to do. I'm going to be super weird. I'm going to talk about like strange about everything. I'm going to wear the most ridiculous makeup ever. And my pants are going to be bigger than me as a human being. Mm-hmm. And Warren Beatty was like, action. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this, people. Yeah. And rolling. <laughs> but I mean, overall, it was it was a fun movie to watch. Um it's a movie that I, I don't know if I'm going to go back, back to for a very long, long time. There's other movies that I wouldn't mind watching. Um, it is. It feels very much like an early nine, 90s comic book, which is weird, too, because I know you say The Phantom sucks, but I actually like would go back and, wi- and watch The Phantom before I'd watch Dick Tracy. Yeah, but you you like you and your Phantom obsession is different, though, man. I know. I don't know why. Yeah. But, like, Billy Zane is a total badass, and he's, like, he's having so much fun. The movie is a train wreck, man. I would happily review that with you, The Phantom, and I'll watch it beforehand, too. Deal. When I get to my Phantom episode, I will totally bring it on. I am totally in. I will rip it to shreds. Catherine Zeta-Jones? Tree Williams. Yes. Tree Williams, yes. He's amazing. (laughs) Shang Tsung is in that movie for like five years. Yes, yes. You don't have the fourth skull. (laughs) Fourth skull? There's nothing says anything about a fourth skull. I have the fourth skull. Slam. <laughs> it's incredible. Terrible. I'm going to watch that movie right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Dick Tree Tracy was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. Um, you know, I didn't mind. I liked it. Um, and I, and I had fun. I think that's the whole thing, man. I don't, I don't think, I mean, yeah, even though it won some Oscars for some stuff, I, uh, 
I highly doubt they set out with the ambition to win, like, you know, Best Picture with Dick Tracy. I feel like it's a movie that knew what it was and um, knew how to appeal to the right audience for kids and get get me to buy all the fucking toys leading up to it. And um, I think that's what it wanted to be, man. It wanted to be a fun movie where Dick Tracy uh, busts some jaws and lights people up with a Tommy gun and straight up murders them in the street at the end. And uh, I think I read somewhere, though, that... Um they, from what what I read, they actually were trying to get um, Clint Eastwood to play Dick Tra- Tracy first. Interesting. Yeah, they were trying to get him, and a few other pe- people they thought about was Harrison Ford. Yeah, he would have been great. Richard Gere. Terrible. I don't know. Terrible. Would have been okay. Tom Selleck. <laughs> Dick no. Tracy with a mustache. No problem. Uh, and Mel G- Mel Gibson. Yeah. yeah, let's uh, not go there. Uh-oh. Listen, you can say whatever you want about <laughs> Bell Gibson. I can hey, separate uh, the I real life not. from uh, <laughs> art, and I think it's great. I can see Harrison Ford as Dick Tracy for sure. Clint Eastwood, I love Clint Eastwood. I don't think he's uh, got the right charm for Dick Tracy, though. I think Warren Beatty, man, I can't imagine anybody else. Uh, he's like a likable-looking dude, but he's also a total stoic badass when he wants to be, and... Most importantly, he's got charm, man. The guy uh, had some funny scenes, and he was a charming dude. And the only person I could see pulling that off, other than him, uh, out of that list, would be Harrison Ford. Yeah, he's yeah. He seemed like he was having like a ton of fun doing this. Like there, there are some actors that that when you see them in a role, you're like, clearly they didn't want to be here. But yeah. like he seems like he was straight up enjoying it the whole time. Yeah, for sure. Like he like he set out to do this, and he's like, "I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna have fun, and we're going to to do this." And he knew exactly what kind of movie it was, man, for sure. I think going into this and seeing kind of like what it was, you have to exp- you you have to know what it was. Mm-hmm. Like you have to know what it was. Um, geez, it made sixty million dollars in just figurines. Nope, that's wrong. Never mind. Wikipedia fail fails me again. Either way. But, I mean, it, yeah, it was good. I liked it. I'm going to do some uh, closing thoughts. Do I think you need to see Dick Tracy? No. Do I think if you want to have some fun and see some, you know, strange things with some friends, you can't go wrong with Dick Tra- Tracy. What do you think, Evan? Any final thoughts? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I would agree. I don't, I don't know that it's a must-see film in, you know, cinematic history, but... Um, I do think that uh, if you're interested at all in seeing what uh, the possibilities of great, you know, makeup and special effects look like, I definitely think it's worth a view. Um, just to see the costumes and the, the makeup effects they do for the mobsters, it's really, you know, nothing really quite like it has been done, in my opinion, since. Um, unless it's all CGI crap that you see nowadays. Um, and for the cinematography, too, I think it definitely goes a long way. Um, the color palettes and everything they use are pretty unique, so... But I mean, uh, you know, is it a must-see film? Ten films to see before you die? No, I don't think so. Not even a hundred. <laughs> um, but yeah. Well, Evan, as my first guest on this uh, podcast, celebrating episode twenty. Oh yeah. You know, we're fine. You know, we're 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 one podcast away from being legally able to drink in the states. Amazing. Pretty good, eh? Not bad mm-hmm. for this. Uh, can do podcast that only about seven p- people listen to and i Amen. want to thank those seven people 
Thank you, seven people, for listening to me uh, <laughs> drone on about Dick Tracy. There, there we go. Now, again, Evan, thank you so much for joining me, me today. And to everybody out there, you can follow me at Mets at the, at Mets at the Movies. Uh, I'm going to, again, start, start po- posting more, more often about more movies I, I saw. Recently, you know, I saw In Search of Fellini. Um, good, good film. I think you should, I think any, anybody who's interested in kind of Italian film should see it. And uh, maybe one day we'll talk talk about that and if you have your own suggestions i would love to hear them any movie you want me to talk about and watch again i would love to hear so again thank you for joining and i will see you at the next screening 